Hey, I'm Colleen Clinkenbeard, and I play Monkey D. Luffy, and you are listening to Chronicles of the Lost Realm. Bum, bum, bum. I am here to recount the tales of the greatest adventurers in the realm. Follow us on grand adventures through high magic and grand swordplay. In a world ravaged by monsters, ruled by tyrants, and fought over by villains, who would dare to stand up to them? Lend me your ear, and I shall tell you. I never thought I'd find myself in this situation. My sister Quintel and I, along with the rest of the Stumble crew, faced the long travel through the demon web pit and its labyrinth-like tunnels to the heart of it and where my father may be held captive. All these years I have never thought that I would find myself this close to finally fulfilling my life's dream and destiny to save Nim the hero of the Forgotten Realm. But what is in store for us at the end of this travel? Will this adventure turn out for good or for ill? Will my father even remember who my sister and I are? I guess the only way to find out is to walk through the door. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to Chronicles of the Lost Realm. We are deep within the demon web pits, trying to find our way through the darkness. Today, I'm joined by Faerun Tank Donalus. I forgot for a second there. It's been a while. My apologies. (laughs) Has it really been that long? It sure feels like it. It's the demon web pits. They're affecting my mind. I don't know. Time slows when I'm not high or drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we've definitely uh, brought that issue into play. I'm also joined by uh, Melwood, who was unavailable last time, so we have something special planned for him this time. How are you, sir? Oh, excited now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's the word I would use. <laughs> We also have on the line here the Blighted Crow, the good doctor. Hello, everyone. <laughs> good good being a very loose term. Yes, very, very loose. <laughs> and finally, Valhanna Will- Windmeadow. How are you, madam? I'm going to get drunk. Yay! <laughs> yes! Welcome to the Stumble Crew. yeah there's a theme so (laughs) without further ado we will jump headlong into this nonsense but first we have to do a little bit of rewinding just so that we can get some people kind of up to speed a little bit we're going to try and do two sessions at once here this is going to be kind of creative on everybody's part i hope um, Us creative? No. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. 
The morning breaks in the massive city of Varesh. The sound of a bustling city comes floating in through the window of the tavern, um, the busty gull, and kind of rouses you, Melwood, from your, your slumber. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> The tavern itself seems particularly quiet on this day. Um, There's not the usual hustle and bustle coming from downstairs. Uh, But you do, you hear the, you know, city noise that has been here your whole life. Um, And uh, as you kind of groggily head downstairs to get your usual Irish breakfast, um... The first thing that you notice when you get down the stairs is a rather disturbing and highly unusual sight, I would say. Um, All of the members of the Drakmore house um, that you remember from a while ago, um, perhaps you as a player don't, but your character remembers, um, they, they were helping you all to try and find a way to help Faerun's father. Uh, Nim out of the situation he was in. Anyway, when you head down the stairs, the first thing you notice is the ten people that you had encountered before, the um, assassins from the Drakmore house, are all over the downstairs um, like where the bar and the tables are. They're, some are slumped over the tables, other ones are kind of over next to the walls. They're just they're all over the place, and they're just bloodied and cut to ribbons. Well, that was a bad evening. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, always remember to pay your bar tab. Right. <laughs> Can you roll a uh, perception check for me, Melwood? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> No, because it still is not going to like me today. I, I see that. It, it seems to be frozen solid. Yeah, that's exactly what it did last time. Uh, so, I kept a die out. Total of 14. <laughs> All right. With the total of 14, you notice that um, th- this isn't just any normal bar scrap that went awry. I mean, the, the Drakmore people are notorious for being powerful assassins. So it seems kind of weird that some one or something was able to just take them out in such a manner. And as you kind of make your way slowly across the barroom floor and you're surveying everything that's going on, you take note that there are some arrows that are sticking out of, out of a few of the bodies and uh, these these particular arrows match the same arrows that the Drakmore themselves use. Hmm. Baron would probably like some of their dart satchels. If I mean, if you're going to loot the bodies, just just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you hear from the group. I'm going to check the bodies for clues. <laughs> and make sure and nothing is stolen from them by taking it all into my possession for safekeeping. 
<laughs> I like it. Um, go ahead and roll a investigation. Um, how about a, a, a critical success plus eight? Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so as you're looting the bodies, you, you grab, you know, there's... Uh, uh, we don't call it looting. We call it safekeeping. Okay, you're safekeeping <laughs> the items on the bodies. Um, you collect um, ten of the arrow satchels. And as you're doing so... Kind of going around and, and picking them up and whatnot, you notice that each one of them has their arrows. None of them fired off their arrows. So these these particular ones that got shot, the arrows came from elsewhere. Alrighty. And you do since you're you're doing uh, you've got such an amazing role for your investigation you uh see that these bodies it looks like there wasn't much of a struggle it was like they were caught completely off guard when the attack came um they they didn't expect it and all the furniture in the room is fine there's there's no muss or fuss um you notice that there is no bartender and Everything else, it, it seems like just a normal closed tavern with a mess of dead bodies everywhere. Oh, lovely. You'll, you'll, you'll provide me with a list of my um, <clears throat> safekeepings? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> for, for right now, the pertinent part is that you have all of right. their uh, quivers. Yes. Eight of them, you said, right? Ten. Ten. Let me rewrite that. <laughs> Just Melwood's walking around now with ten quivers of twenty arrows. <laughs> I got it, guys. <laughs> Just carrying them around like a purse. Um, <laughs> nothing else that I've noticed, um, right? Um, you, you've noticed that there is a pair of uh, footprints with some of the. Uh, blood from the bodies uh, trailing towards the door. Well, let's follow the blood. Because that's always a good idea in Dungeons & Dragons. And every <laughs> time. Just like splitting the party. Um, when you, True you story. get down, like not on your hands and knees or anything, but you start paying a little bit more attention to these particular feet print, um, you notice that they almost look like women's boot tracks. And when you open the door, you see a normal city. Everything's going along just fine. Um, and the, the, oh, Jesus, the feet prints come out of the door and hook towards the left and start heading towards a, um, there, there's a road that leads out of the town. And it appears that the, the footprints were heading that way. Well, gather my things, because I'm not going to be here in a little while. <laughs> pack God, up. I hope and, not. And, yeah, pack up, and let's follow those out of town. All right. Melwood sets off to uh, head out of town. Um, the Let's see. We got the Doctor, we've got Vahana, and we've got Faerun all... 
standing on uh, the um, what were they the glossy white stones with the the moving faces and things. Um, you're standing facing towards what appears to be the the path that will take you towards the center tower. And that's, I think, where we left off last time. Yeah, essentially we were on the front so. doorstep. And so, let me see where we're at here. We were right there. So, you guys, I'm assuming, are just following the path as normal. Um, heading yep. towards this thing. And um, it doesn't take you very long, per, perhaps 100 feet or so. And you're starting to kind of detect a pattern with this within this place. And you know that you're coming to an overpass where, where the uh, bridge goes over top of you. Right. And as you may or may not recall, that typically meant that something was going to drop down on top of you. Well, we've been, we've been at, at the ready since the first spider drop. Right. So we're 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 very uh, conscious of, of looking above us and <laughs> yeah. and before us. <laughs> um I don't want to speak for everybody, but you know, Ferran is definitely on alert. Right. Uh this particular overpass has no encounters, nothing drops down on top of you. And you know, just like many other times before, you travel about 20 feet, and sure enough, looking down over the edge, you can see that there is a crossing path underneath you. Um, you can either continue on the path you're on or drop down a level. Well, which one looks like it's uh, the, the so correct if you... course to the to cocoon? Heading straight is the correct course to the cocoon. Then straight we go. Straight it is. Onward! (laughs) Um, You guys head for another 20 feet or so. And this time, being on your guard, you were not surprised by the attack. But uh, leaping from the uh, bridge that is above you is this very large spider-like body. And it floats not at an angle like the other ones kind of have. This one comes straight down, and you see that the body of it is a large, um, like, Black Widow-esque body. And it has the torso of a drow. Drider. Damn it, driders. And everybody can roll normal initiative. Veteran, perhaps you can speak with your friend here. Uh, he's not a friend. Drat. <laughs> Drat. I you, mean... You see murderous intent in Ferran's eyes. Moida. This is an abomination to uh, to Drow. Even even the evil Drow, this is an abomination. We just... We, no love for, for Drider's. And as soon as my app wants to work, I'll roll initiative to show how pissed off I am. (laughs) All right. Here it comes. There it is. Yay. All right. So first up, 
per the usual, is Valhana. Yay. It is approximately 20 feet away from you. Um, when you guys got within 20 feet of it, you know, you're like, oh, hey, look, there's going to be a bridge. Yep, sure. It's crap. And then this thing jumped down. So it's about 20 feet away from you. Um, can I use my assassinate skill? Possibly. It's I forget a, exactly what it does. Um, advantage attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. Any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is a critical hit. Okay. Um, it is not surprised, but you are definitely going before it in combat. Okay, never mind then. I'm just going to do my sneak attack with my rapier. Alrighty. <laughs> stab it! Stab it, stab it! <laughs> Everybody's kind of quiet tonight. Y'all, you Normally y'all are more so vocal. 14 hit? 14 wow. hits. Yeehaw. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be respectful of the other players. Right. Let, <laughs> let people the, get their words in. I'm not there. In other words, Ferran is sober. <laughs> the doctor has a cure for that. Seventeen? So. True story. <laughs> Noise. Wait. How How did you roll? Oh, okay, I see what it did. Ooh, that blew my mind for a second there. It said <laughs> it said 3d6 and then 2 in parentheses. And I was like, how did it roll a 2 when <laughs> there was 3 dice? <laughs> I was very confused. Um, okay, so 17. That is a beautiful hit. You just light into this thing. And it, it rears back, but it is definitely not anywhere near death. Um, next up would be uh, Farron. Yay, two things that are about to die. Uh, first roll with Frost uh, Frostbrand, 29. Oh, that's a crit. And not Frostbrand, 27. <laughs> and that's a hit. All right, now the damage is 1d6. Six plus six. Yeah. Frostbrand is eleven, and it was uh, what was it? Another one d six for uh, the frost damage. Yes. All right. So Frostbrand did a total of thirteen, and then six. The uh, normal sword. So thirteen and eight. 21! Blackjack! <laughs> um, whoa. That's that's some nightmare stuff right there. <laughs> it's, it's looking much worse for the wear. And I almost dread saying this, but Doctor, it is your turn. Well, I'm going to keep it simple, and I'm going to run up with my sword cane and stab it. <laughs> if I <laughs> All can. All right. Oh, oh, yeah, that's a hit. You, All you, right. You've jammed your sword cane straight into its thorax. <laughs> For 11 oh. damage. Or abdomen? Both. Yeah. Uh, 11. Well, thanks to Valhanna setting the stage and Farron getting a crit, 
<laughs> that, that 11 was enough to finish it off. And it, it lets out a hellacious scream before it staggers to the side and falls off of the, the ledge um, into the empty, you know, the fog and the emptiness below. And as soon as it does, you can hear this rushing, just terrible whoosh sound of air. And you see it get swept off out of view by some kind of torrential wind. Ferran very angrily turns towards the uh, uh, the side of the cocoon lair and, and screams out, Is that the best you got, Dad? Even I wouldn't believe that you would have stooped this low to use driders. <laughs> Well, I'm very pleased with myself. I finally did something. <laughs> I contributed. <laughs> I'm a team I member. Did something. So after this this bridge, um, the path itself is uh, extremely long. Um, because of the fog, you can't really see the end of it, but for the, the sake of, you know, making sure everything is flowing harmoniously here, it it will, in fact, reach all the way to where the tower is. So you guys are able to just walk there in a straight line um, and Yay. no biggie. So we're going to switch back over to Melwood real quick. Um, as you're heading out of town... The bloody footprints are getting a little bit more faded, a little bit more um, kind of uh, just covered with dust and and grime of other people walking through town. Um, As you're crossing over this very old-looking stone bridge, you see the feet prints kind of turn towards the edge and then stop. And how far is the drop? Um, it's only about twenty feet or so. Are you going to look over? Look, look. Well, obviously, to see how far the drop is. You look over and you see that um, there is a ruined hut down below. Um, it looks like it was completely decimated by some massive creature or force. Um, and the only thing that remains standing is a single doorway. Uh, like a closed door. It, it's just like it's just completely randomly standing by itself. You can roll an Arcana check, however, um, given your magical training, to try and pick up any more clues. Uh, twenty-four. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easy, easy peasy. Um, so looking down at that door, uh, you're like, well, that seems kind of odd, and. Squint your eyes at it, you know, do do the magician dance and whatnot. And you see that this is actually the doorway to a spell called Magnificent Mansion. Mm. Um, So you know that on the other side of uh, this particular door is um, a very magical and safe location. That's relative. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. 
Well, let's jump in there and see what we can see. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know why I can't find that stupid. I, I don't know the full name of it. I just know it's Magnificent Mansion, but I can't remember whose it is. Is it Leoman's? Bigsby's. Is it Bigsby? Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. So you head in. And, anyway, it's uh, going to be mine now. <laughs> <laughs> when you head inside, you see just there's there's all kinds of chaos that happened in here. There is um, uh, unseen servants that are trying to tidy up, um, but there's like random doors open. There's a, a large foyer is what you're standing in with two staircases that kind of arc up to a second floor balcony. There's four doors on top and four doors on bottom. Some of them are open. Some of them are closed. Um, but what catches your eye is floating just, you know, two, three feet off the ground in this, in this large main foyer is a, um, Oh goodness. What a uh, myriad, right? Water genie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's it. So there's, there's just this large fish looking aquatic genie just kind of floating there. Almost looks kind of sad. What's with the grim face, mate? <laughs> Roll persuasion. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it turns to look at you and it very solemnly. Lisbon, no wake up. Show me. He starts floating over to one of the open doors. And he just kind of leans over and points in. And uh, as you direct your attention inside, you see that this particular room is the dining area. The table has lots of food on it, um, enough to feed eight people. And sitting at the, the far end of the table is a wizard um, dressed in trappings, much like yourself. Um, but he, a little bit more grimy and disheveled. And you can see that very clearly he he got into a fight with a dragon. Um, the, the claw marks are still very fresh. And he's just slumped over in his chair. Very He's, he's definitely deceased. Um, roll That's why you don't a, fight a dragon. <laughs> you can roll a history or an arcana check. Uh, they're the same. Ooh, only 17 that time total. <laughs> oh, only a 17. Hmm. Uh, you identify this little fella as the, the gnome. Um, he was a hermit that used to be at the same tower that you, uh, frequented and and did your studies but he left because he didn't like the way things were going with the tower and he just wanted to play with magic he he considered it more of a fun and whimsical thing um his name was lizban and he was a gnome just a gnome wizard like anybody else didn't have a specialty just played in everything small um, <laughs> and you yeah, you can tell that it it was definitely a dragon that destroyed his home and him. Well, tell the genie, you know, you're free. You should go somewhere else. Nowhere to go. 
Well, then you can come to work for me. Only had one job. Get Platinum that. Teleport banned to the others. Lizban say Faerun. And who have you teleported lately? Faerun and friends. Beak face. Pretty eyes. I take Obnoxious. a little offense to beat face. <laughs> <laughs> I know them. <laughs> I know him. Wait a minute. Well, you know, I'm going to make sure Lisbon's property is well cared for and returned to his uh, family members. So I'm rifling his pockets for components and his spell book. <laughs> <laughs> the genie... Um, <laughs> roll, oh my gosh! This time, roll roll a. Jeez, uh, <laughs> oh uh, what should we roll? What should we roll for this one? Like I wish that. I had. Wish I had a live chat. I'd have somebody, somebody roll. Um, <laughs> let's do. Hand. Let's do persuasion. Do just just do a persuasion. <laughs> Total of ten. Ouch! What a time ten. not to get the ball. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's do this. <laughs> so the genie says, I carry stuff? Why, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> carry all of this. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that ten, damn luck of the Irish there, right? There. It really is. Ten, ten quivers of arrows. <laughs> God. <laughs> he he takes everything that you hand to him. Like he's he's acting as your pack mule right now. Oh, that's gonna make the pack mule really happy. <laughs> pack and now let's go visit my friends. Who friends? Oh, you know wherever you sent them. Oh, you come went, to though. They went to dark place. Oh, well, we go to dark place. But dark. I have light. Okay. <laughs> How we get there? Uh, teleport, maybe? I don't have teleport. I, I wish I had teleport. I thought you tra transported them there. Lisbon had magic ring. Ah, now I have magic ring. Which one? <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm just envisioning him pulling out like a pocket full of rings. Which one? Right? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> they take ring with them when teleport. Toss, oh, greedy bastards. Tino, me no. <laughs> Do you know any other way to the dark place? No. Me wish had teleport. Me wish it too. <laughs> oh, okay. He drops all the quivers. Claps, and a teleportation happens. <sighs> but all the arrows and everything that he dropped is still at Lisbon. So there, there is a catch-22. Yep. <laughs> the dumb bastard. Go get my things and come back. <laughs> That's a long walk. Um, jumping back to the other group here, you guys get to the, the base of the... Um, cocoon-like spider temple. Um, and you notice that it is completely devoid of any kind of guards 
um, it just seems like they really didn't think this through too much. Um, or we were expected and they want us to come in. See, Federin? He wants us here. Yeah. I imagine there will be tea. <laughs> you With spider milk. You keep holding on to those dreams. I've already milked all the spiders. It's all right. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> family show. Family show. You can keep your spider milk. <laughs> you did remember to label that one, yes? Oh, boy. Of course not. It's Damn like it. an iron trap in my mind. <laughs> I think Bear's more worried about his mind. Yeah. <laughs> next oh, time, next time I pill for his pockets, I'm going to be holding up to like the tips of one of my darts to see if it matches color in any way. Bear's <laughs> <laughs> just like pilfering and holding them up to the light. It's kind of like, uh, which one looks less poisonous? <laughs> 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 Which one will make me not barf chowder? <laughs> well, that one I didn't mind so much. <laughs> hey, felt oh. great afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you definitely you didn't have a cold. Yeah, <laughs> it, it did cure the cold I never had. <laughs> Details. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, are you all heading in? Or are you going to come up with a battle plan? Uh, well, I'm thinking, and I'm sure Quintel will agree with me on this, uh, we, as in her and I, are expected. I'm not sure if he's expecting the rest of you to come with us. I can sneak mm. behind. Does that mean you want us to wait outside? Yeah, because it's always a great idea to split the party. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be out here while you go in there to die. <laughs> you go fight with your father. I do agree. <laughs> I do agree with Al, uh, Valhanna about her sneaking in, stealthing in. Doc, it might be best you let us talk, but be prepared to act like on a moment's notice. And how would you prefer me to act? As in Shakespearean? <laughs> yes. Who? Thank you. Who the hell is Shakespeare? <laughs> Create a distraction. <laughs> Are you aching? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> For some bacon. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, this, is, this is what we've been reduced to. This is your life now. This is it. <laughs> this is it. It's where... It all comes together. And as that Ferran looks at Quintel, he reaches in uh, into his shirt and pulls out the uh, the, the the unicorn head uh, emblem to his goddess, says a quick prayer, grabs the hilts of his swords, and walks in. Okay. And just so that we're clear here, <laughs> who all has gone in? Just Faerun and Quintel, right? Well, I imagine those two are going in first, and then uh, I'm stealthing behind. So, do you want us to roll stealth? Yes, every everybody who is stealthing, roll stealth real quick. Uh, 
Okay, the doctor is stealthy. <laughs> and, well, of course you're stealthy. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah, Did she even have to roll? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you guys head into the the uh, spider cocoon tower. You see that um, despite it being circular in shape, the floor that you're standing in is a very large main chamber. Um, it is 60 feet by 60 feet squared. Um, there are uh, drow writings and tapestries hanging on the walls, all praising um, the goddess of uh the goddess Loth. Some of them have been singed like they were trying to be burned, but just to no avail. Um, you see that there are uh, down the complete center of the room co- and uh, both horizontally and vertically. So it creates uh, four 30 by 30 squares. Um, there's um, drow and abyssal alternating runes that make this T shape. Um, sitting all the way across, 60 feet across, um, up upon a uh, massive throne made out of skulls and the bones of crushed enemies and things like that, is a a very solemn figure. Uh, He doesn't appear to be moving very much, has the uh, long white drow hair. His head is kind of hung low, creating a shadow over his face. And uh, he just kind of sits there for a bit as you guys enter in. What do you do? Hello, Father. The figure slowly raises its head. And instead of your father's voice, you hear a completely different voice emanate from him. I have been expecting you. Nicely done. I'm sorry, I got to break character, but that was that was good. That was like multiple voices at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will not take credit for that one. Everybody, uh, also joining us this fine evening is my good friend David DeSanto. Um, he's the CEO of Shattered Tabletop Gaming. He will be playing the the role of Nim for for this combat sequence. So everybody, give a round of applause to Dave. Hey, how's it going, Dave? Hey, hey. well, I, thank I, you. I appreciate it. It's great I'm, to see everybody again. I nice am actually you. honored that my old second edition D and D character is being played by the DM of, of Shattered. Dimension. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Good luck. <laughs> Don't kill him. Wait, that's no problem. We die. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when that voice emanates forth, this huge, uh, like fifteen foot by fifteen foot square shadow figure just kind of roils out of Nim, kind of you know hiding him a little bit. Um, you can still see him, like the shadow is translucent, um, but it's kind of amorphous. It doesn't really have features per se, um, but you can tell that it, it does, in fact, have arms and, and a torso and a head. Um, so that is what you were greeted with. How do you respond? Uh, well, first and foremost, um, is this any type of thing that drow or anybody familiar with the uh, spider demon pits uh, 
would recognize or be able to guesstimate on what the hell it is? No, this is a completely foreign idea concept. It it doesn't seem to really make sense in this place. Shadows are typically considered undead. Mm. Hmm. Hey, Doc, you remember what I said about being at the ready? I'm not here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hiding. Release my father or he's going to be starting to throw some things that you don't want thrown at you. The ravings of one who is not capable of doing what he seeks. You stand no chance against me, but I promise you, you will be ended quickly. Is that a challenge? A promise. Oh, okay. What shall we bet on that? Let us bet your sister. Versus? The spirit, the power, the actual being of Loth herself. Uninterested. Only want my father. You see, you have done a lot of work for me that I have not needed to. You have brought Loth here yourself. Highly doubtful. Oh, why not ask Quincel yourself then? Ferran, without changing expression, looks directly at Quintel. What's it talking about? Quintel has this kind of smirk, if you can call it that, for a drow. As she starts moving across the room. And uh, I I apologize. I tried to get somebody else to do a voice uh, for Quintel tonight, but she's being a (laughs) fuddy-duddy. I hope she's hearing me. Um, (laughs) That's right. That's the wife. That's right. Sleep on the couch tonight. (laughs) Um, But as she kind of hunters across the, the room there, she's, well, it's true. There was no other way to get down here but to trick you. I really do appreciate the personal escort down here. Although I wish I hadn't have had to kill my people to keep you distracted. Oh, well, I can create more later. It's wonderful to see you again, Mr. Shadow. My aim is to serve you. It is a pleasure to be in your presence once more. You betrayed mother, father, and everything we stand for. How our family escaped lost domain. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> oh, poor Farron. I apologize. Let, let me assist you with this a little bit. And she kind of... You hear, like, the sound of bones kind of popping and snapping... And Quintel's body just kind of falls to the ground as what appears to be a very 
translucent version of Loth herself kind of steps out of the body. Oh. You see, your sister, she was slain by the queen of Varesh, just like the others who failed her for bringing the stone. I saw this as an opportunity since you were here in the neighborhood that you'd be able to bring me down here. You see, Nim, I, I cannot destroy him. And the only way that you will be able to save him is to free him from my power, who holds him so dearly. A task that is quite formidable, especially for one of your stature. So to free my father, I have to put you back on the throne. Exactly. Or kill him. Or perhaps even another way that maybe I haven't thought about yet. Either way, you've served your purpose, so, you know, I think I'd rather like Nim tortured and destitute this way. It seems only fitting after what he did to me. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, I was... No, 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 no. Hold that, hold that, hold that, because the Rage of Faran, he just automatically goes after fucking Loth. Ooh. In a scream and a rage. Okay, so favorite is... I suppose T is out of the question, then. (laughs) (laughs) Farron takes off across the the floor. Um, Are you in... So you know how I said it was divided up into quarters. Uh, which quarter of the room are you in? The The throne itself straddles um, number one and number two. Uh, whichever one Loth slash Quintel is standing in since I was charging her. Okay. Oh, oh okay. I thought you were charging. Thank you for clarifying. I thought you were charging the, the shadow creature. Uh-uh. Loth, because she's the one telling me I gotta kill my father and put her in a throne to free his spirit. And that she killed my fucking... Well, that my sister is dead. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, go... uh, You charge up at Loth, and being that she's... For lack of any other term, she's a ghost at this point. Um, Both of your swords are magical, right? Uh, Well, they've got pluses to them, but uh, Frostbrand's the only one I know of that's Magical, magical. Oh, well, yeah, if it's got a plus, then then it's at least somewhat magical. So uh, both of them will hit. So go ahead and, and roll a uh, anger surprise attack. A third attack? Oh, is that what the 11 and 16 were? Yeah, that's what those were. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, the non-Frost brand hits. Okay. So six. Six for at least one point uh, set of damage. Ten. Noise. All right. Like well, father, a... like son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody roll initiative now. Let's see. Ten. How am I going to do this? That's an 18 for me. No, no. What? What? Holy shit. what is that? That is some divine <laughs> that is a... bullshit right there. <laughs> I think that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Ooh, I get to go again. 
the power is on a three. Okay, what are we looking at here? What are we looking at here? Valhana is on 17. Faerun's on 18. And the Doctor is on seven. Holy curly. What a mess that was. Okay, so first, yeah, first up is uh, Faerun again. <laughs> well, no, no reason to be fancy now. Frostbrand, 27, not Frostbrand, not Frostbrand, 14. I I seriously should make not Frostbrand like a sentient weapon, and it's just getting more and more demoralized every time you call it that. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's getting its feelings hurt. (laughs) All right, so uh, I don't know if the not Frostbrand hit, but I know Frostbrand did, so I'll roll its damage. Um, not Frostbrand did did hit, yes. Okay, so nine plus another six. Okay, so ten off of Frostbrand, and add another seven to that, so seventeen for those attacks. Nice. That's hey, to you're... Loth, or is that to uh, the power? Still to Loth. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah, you're just hacking away at this spirit, and it, it does be- appear like it's hurting her. Perhaps not as much as you know a, a physical form would be hurt, but you can definitely tell that it, it is inflicting damage to her. Um, next up would be the assassin extraordinaire, Valhanna. So I'm going to step out from my shadows so that they know that I'm here now. Um, I don't think we should be fighting this. We are going to die. It's a spirit. How the hell are you going to kill a spirit? Varan doesn't even hear you. He's he's completely lost his mind. Like If you look in close into his face, you see tears streaming down his eyes and his face as he's just hacking away at a pure, desperate hate and rage. You should so, listen to your friend. Can I use some sort of acrobatics to like run over and like drag him away somehow? Um, you could attempt to run over and do a grapple check. Um, it'll be uh, contested. So I think Scott, refresh my memory. She, uh, Katie, Katie rolls strength, and then I think it's actually uh, athletics um, for grapple. Yeah, I think you might be right. Which is a strength, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. She could be trained in it. True. All right, so um, athletics. Right. I'll roll sixteen. And what right. I have to contest that. So, yeah, uh, let's see. Vahana rolls a strength athletics check contested by Faerun's athletics or acrobatics check. Yep. Oh, I'll go with acrobatics. That's got the better plus. And I fail. <laughs> oh. All right. So I told you I'm completely focused. <laughs> um, he was only like 15 feet away from you, we'll say. So you can move him half i think yep 
you can you you're uh, halved, so you can move seven squares. Um, which right now you're standing it in two. Um, you can either move into uh, quarter one diagonally into quarter four or straight down into quarter three, which is where the door is. Um, probably closer to the door. Okay, so, so straight down into the to the door. Yeah. Uh, Let right, so go of me. She has to die. I have to save my father. You can't kill a spirit. We need to go. Um, let's see. Who is? Oh, yes. Loth. <laughs> so she kind of regains her composure a little bit and kind of scoffs a little bit as you're screaming this at her. You think you could destroy me? That was the same problem your father failed to see. I am a goddess. I am an idea. You cannot destroy an idea as long as one person believes. And he unfortunately was not able to get the one person who still believed in the old ways. And she kind of points down at Quintel. It was because of that that I was able to use that shell to bring you here. And she kind of waves a hand and uh, shoots a magic missile at um, Faerun. <laughs> Uncanny dodge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so 12 points of damage. Ah, I Do I take off. that damage too since I'm like grappled him? Uh, no, magic missile is a direct hit kind of thing. Okay. Um, next up would be the doctor. Well, since this does definitely seem like a bit of a losing battle, like, as I respect what you do, my lady, I must insist that we must leave. And I uh, cast uh, Channel Divinity Turn Undead. Okay. So any undead within 30 feet of me needs to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14. Mm. DC yep. what now? 14. Oh! Yep. <laughs> That's just lame. <laughs> that was so close, though. It was. <laughs> I, I was almost scared that somebody was about to turn Loth. <laughs> God damn, do it again. <laughs> um, so real quick, um, since the doctor has made himself, are you moving? Are you staying? Like where? Where Are you in quarter four or quarter three? So when you came in the door, were you to the left or to the right? I was uh, directly next to, uh, or directly behind Valhana. So I'm going to just try and keep myself in between the bad guys and Faroon and Valhana. So as, as they move, I'm going to be like in the next five space, you know, five foot yeah. space. Next right. You're, you're trying to act as a barrier. Yep. As the shield. Okay. Perfect. Um, so then uh, the next person would be Loth's power. Uh, Loth's power takes a step forward and uh, menacingly looks at the entirety of the party and simply states 
come bow at my feet, pray for several minutes beneath me. Uh, and at that point, uses his mass suggestion while he's saying that. Oh, boy. Okay. Yep. Uh, which I do not see a bonus to. Yay! Let me see here. Oh, it's uh, the uh, the spell save DC. Sorry, everyone make a wisdom check. Saving throw. Oh, cool. Yep, and uh, for your particular DC, it would be 16. Yay, 20. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, lordy. Well, wait, in fairness, I do have to play this fairly because, you know, Ferran's not in his right head. Do, am I at a disadvantage <laughs> at current state? Sure. Why not? <laughs> to be fair, I mean, I passed. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> I should have kept my mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The one grappling you even falls for it. <laughs> so Valhana and uh, Farron both kind of Valhana lets go of uh, Farron and you both walk past the doctor <laughs> into the uh, the quarter one which is where the power is standing mm. um, let me see I don't know how to make dots go away Dave, how do I make dots go away? Uh, select and delete. That sounds complicated. Use the pointer tool. Mm -hmm. As you guys are walking forward, he says, Let Loth's supreme power wash over you. Feel my presence. Is he going <laughs> to attack or what? Do I have another action? Um, <laughs> uh, mass suggestion that. is one action, and then I get two actions, right? Because I only well, if you're doing a, a spell, um, I have to make sure. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do the other one because it's it's also one action. It has to be one bonus action. Um, but since this is kind of uh, epic battleish going on here i say go for it well in that case as i'm as he's saying uh let lost power wash over you black tentacles uh spring from the ground and begin to um kind of twist and turn as they begin to try and um just overcome you guys and pull you to the ground even further uh now make a dexterity saving throw well that i can play with <laughs> Am I free of that since I didn't get uh Yeah, it's only the people bowing in front of me. Okay. Again, as much as I hate to hate to say it and I probably will regret it. Disadvantage. Um uh, not so much on this one. Well, actually, I mean you're both under suggestion to kneel, so I would say both of you actually probably have disadvantage. Yeah, technically they're prone, wouldn't they be? Yeah. Jeez. 18's my lowest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, 8's my lowest. Alright, okay. so that means you are going to take 8 damage. Oh, of course I am. 
Why not? That knocks me down to 22. Uh-oh. <laughs> On the plus side, you're n I don't think you're uh, compelled anymore for taking that damage. That is true. Mm -hmm. I think you're probably right on that, but I'm just going to do a little speed read real quick. That, that's true. Yeah, you, you took yeah. damage, so yeah. you're not affected. Yep. Yep. But the good news is that at the start of your next turn, uh, you know, you're going to have to make saves against the tentacles. <laughs> Great. Loving it. <laughs> um, and you, since... Joe. Since <laughs> it's a hentai family show. Um, <laughs> no, I'm in an episode of La Blue Girl. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> all right, so now we got some, some crazy stuff happening. Um, with that being the, the last turn here on, on this uh, combat round, the runes that divide the floor into the four quarters... Um, the abyssal parts kind of start swirling and glowing red, and they light up, and uh, jets of hellfire just shoot up, creating very visible lines that divide this whole room into quarters now. I love to make an entrance. And <laughs> in order to move from quarter to quarter now, you'll have to jump through the fire. And as that happens... Mr. Melwood, please, for to me, roll a 1d4. Damn, already? Well, this one might be a little little bit longer than an hour, folks. But we, we got some big things to cover here. I didn't know if we were going to split it into a two-parter, so that's why I was letting you know. Three. Three. Um, grab this. Um, in <laughs> the good doctor, you behind you suddenly see a rip in time, space, just destruction, craziness as a portal gets ripped open in reality. Um, and from the portal steps a very familiar face, Melwood. Oh. Wizard extraordinaire. Uh, perfect time to First die. my clothes off like Hold that was my portal. effect. <laughs> <laughs> Melwood, you, you see everything that's going on. I mean, you've been here the whole time listening to the description, so you, you see this whole chaotic nightmare scape. And um, behind Melwood is following that big fish-faced genie that you guys met before. And, uh, <laughs> He says, did I do good, master? <laughs> you did great. Good for me. Oh, I know him. I know, I know him. I, I know him. And he's kind of pointing at the, the big shadowy figure. Fill me in. Who is he? Him, 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 power of Loth. Very dangerous. We should not, we should go. We, we, we should leave. I wish he didn't have that power. Um, oh, I fucking that, love you. That, <laughs> that sucks. 
<laughs> he just kind of looks at you. Genies only get one wish a year. Oh, lame. Lame. <laughs> no eyewit buttons for you. <laughs> All right. Fire in the hole. <laughs> now, wait a minute. For player character knowledge, whoever controls a genie only gets one wish a year, correct? No, it's uh, the genie's racial ability. They only get to cast one wish a year. So if ownership of the... Of the uh, Myrid went to somebody else. They don't get a wish for a year. Correct. That blows. That does really suck. Yeah. Get, get Game balancing for the win. <laughs> <laughs> I pray to the ghost of Gary Gygax to fucking change that rule. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dead. I don't care. <laughs> um, so... so the bitch up there, does she like man is the magic hurting her? Nobody's really attacked her with magic yet. Uh magical weapons. That would be attacking her with magic. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> it it seemed to be working. Alright, then we're let's just have a sixty by sixty fireball blow up this entire place while sculpting it to protect you guys and me. Nice. <laughs> again, I love you again. <laughs> Boom. Wait, 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 wait. The, the, the drow in the chair, you want to protect him too. Who's the drow in the chair? My father. And we want to protect him. Why? All reason we're here is to save him. Well, I hate to tell you, I can do four. And I'm not blowing myself up. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to take the hit? Yeah, that's to what save, I thought. To we'll save my father, on. I will. Okay. Boom, boom. I'm really going to regret this. Let's see if this st st uh, stupid thing will roar. <laughs> <sighs> no. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> There you go. Ooh. I got you, Joe. You got me? <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, you held it. That was you'll like, you'll like the row. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dang. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that seemed to do quite a bit of damage to the, the spirit of Loth. She kind of reels back a little bit and... Uh, that was damage, yeah, right? 30? That's what everybody took that, that got affected by the spell? Yes. I think you got to make a dex save or something. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, make your, your dex save, but uh, you're restrained, you still right? Yeah, I'm restrained. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah, that's, that's right. You got restrained by those tentacles. Never mind. I got a 20. <laughs> Not natural, but a 20. <laughs> yeah, but uh, unfortunately, still restrained. Yeah, so still dead. Yeah. Um, and what, like, how much dead? Negative 8. Okay, so you're, you're still alive. 
I'm you're mostly just, dead. You're just mostly dead. You were. <laughs> we gotta you get were, you to Miracle Max. You were in the process of dying. <laughs> in in storyline mode, though, Ferran sacrificed himself for his father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In non-storyline mode, I regretted it as soon as I fucking said it. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving back to the top of the order. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Ouch. it's Farron's turn, but the the the, uh, the power of Loth gets to roll the the tentacle damage. Um, and you get to the roll your... The, uh, the tentacles handled the fireballs pretty well, huh? Yeah, they're like uh, they're kind of just constantly coming out of the ground. So like they they're probably a couple that got singed and like retreated or all together burned. But the the sheer volume of them coming through is seemingly infinite. But wouldn't wouldn't the chance of the ones that were holding Valhana and myself be the ones that got singed and maybe <clears throat> we get a reprieve for a round? Unfortunately, it's still in the the area, so. Fair enough. I'm dead, so there ain't I, nothing I can do about it. <laughs> wait, are you dead dead, or are you like... I'm, he's mostly, I'm dead. mostly dead. He's knocked out. Oh, okay. I thought you were dead dead. I was like, well, I didn't hear any death saving throws. <laughs> uh, yet. <laughs> uh, so, uh, on you guys' turn, then, I guess you gotta make dexterity and strength saves. Right. So I guess but I being that, that but being that he's dead, oh, I mean, being that being that you're unconscious, uh, the power of Loth would will you um, to be released as a um, example to the others around you. Ooh, I'm not following. What do you mean released? Like let go of the mortal coil. <laughs> Permanently released. <laughs> Way to go there. Yeah. Uh, no, no. He, uh, you know, I, I w- he would lay. So here, let's do this. Ah, near death. That is the way we shall make our honors to Loth. Lay him at the altar. And then the tentacles would lay you kind of up uh, before your father as a, a, an example of not only Loth's power, but also just a great example of, uh, you know, you tried but failed. Oh, you motherfuckers are going to sacrifice me. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an offering. Uh, Farron, at this point, you need to roll uh, a death saving throw, which is just a flat d20. This will probably suck. 16. There you go. Yeah, so you stabilized. You are at zero hit points. Yay! I'm not dead, but still dead. (laughs) No, you're just unconscious. You're not dying anymore. You'll, you'll, You'll survive to live to fight another day. Because the doctor's going to be working on you in just a moment. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. Um, Valhanna, it is your turn. So since... Am I still held down in kneeling? You'll need to make a strength or dexterity check. You're, you've, you're, not, you're not compelled to kneel anymore, uh, but the tentacles do have you. 
fucking seven. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to a regular seven. True. But on the bright side, you take 10 damage. So there's that. Hey, that's always a great thing. This may be the night that ends the stumble crew, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, let's see, who's next? That would be... Oh, no, wait. Valhana, you still got to finish your turn. Just because you took damage, you could still try and break free of the tentacles with a strength or dexterity check. Oh, okay. I guess I'll try to uh, break free since they're both the same. So, why not? Yep, 16 or higher. Come on, or higher. There you go. So, yeah, you... um, That's your action to break free, so you can still make a bonus action if you have one... Um, if you can make an attack as a bonus action, then you can still move. Um, I'm just going to move away and closer to the door because I want to get the hell out of here. All right, so you're going to jump through the, the fire? Yeah. going to leave me behind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tried getting you out of there, and you didn't want to listen to me. I was. So, I didn't really get a choice after you grabbed me, did I? <laughs> so Rolly acrobatics. Um, the fire is easy enough to just you know jump through, um, but acrobatics will determine if you take full damage or just half damage. Oh God! They're level five. Oh, what the? That's full damage. Oh. So you take eight points of fire damage from this jet of fire, <laughs> and you're you said you're you're making a beeline for the door, right? Yeah, because I don't feel like we're gonna be in this area for very much longer. Okay, so now you have moved into section four. You're now directly across from the the doctor. You can see each other through the the fire stream that cuts between you. Um, you can see Melwood and the the water genie standing over by the the portal that's nice and open now. Um, and then it's Loth's turn. Mm-mm. So she, after taking some damage, backs up and she is uh, gonna pass through the fire and stand behind. Like next to her power, and um, actually, I'm gonna roll a d20 real quick. Okay, so she kind of walks over, <clears throat> looks at Faron, and looks at um, Nim, kind of scoffs and says, "Fitting that this will be their final resting place." And she casts. Oh, shit. Healing on herself so that she will survive to fight another day. That's thoughtful of her. Yeah. So nice. Or not. It's just going to sit there and look at me. There it goes. Okay. It's nice Oop. to know that we did a little enough damage to force her to need to heal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving down a little bit farther would be the doctor. All right. Uh, how far is Farron away from me? 
Um, we're looking at probably 35 to 40 feet. 40 feet would work. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Theron, which will okay. bring him back to consciousness. Indeed. Ah. <laughs> Yay, I get to die again! <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you are now at 10 hit points, Theron. Yay! And the doctor is going to yell, Theron, run, you fool! <laughs> Fly, you fool! Well, I do have a question. Is Loth or the demon, uh, the, the the power, aware of the fact that I just opened my eyes again? Not entirely, no. Up until the doctor yells, fair run, run. Right, <laughs> I mean, you were up behind them, so. And, I mean, they're kind of both thinking, oh, no, you know, this is nothing really that we can't handle. They're almost seems like they're just kind of toying with you at this point. Um, Paint me a picture. Is is Nim trapped to that chair, or can he be gripped and moved? From what you can see sitting next to him, it looks like he could be moved. Bucket, Ferran hops off that altar, grabs his dad, and beelines towards the doctor and everybody else. Roll a strength check real quick. All right, strength is... Uh, 20 plus 2. I really need to be stronger. Come on, Dad! Enjoy throwing your father over the flames. What's that? (laughs) I'm just laughing, thinking that you're about to try and throw your father through the flames, and if you fail, he's going to land on the fire and just completely burn up. With the way my rolls have been tonight, it probably would happen. He's like, Dad, I choose you! Oh, that didn't work. Um, That's the opposite of what I wanted to happen. So Um, it's... for uh, just the sake of the end of my turn, after that, yeah. I, I, after I cast healing word, I took the dodge action. So perfect. I'm just standing there, there dodging. All right. Um, with, with that, um, Farron grabs Nim and rips him off of this throne. And as soon as he does, the throne just kind of falls apart into like a heap of the bones and and um, just. It looks like trash now, basically. Um, and as soon as he does, the power of Loth is now freed of the body of Nim. Um, you are now able to move of your own volition, and it is your <laughs> turn. Oh, God. <laughs> Foolish mortal, you have done the one thing that I've been seeking for far too long. The pieces have all fit together exactly as I had hoped. For you see, bringing Lothia was not the only purpose we had. We had other methods and other desires here as well. Loth, let us depart. The power is going to pick up Loth, and then he is going to use a dash action to move 60 feet to the portal on the other side of the room. All right. You snatch her up, um, pass through the fire because the the ghost and uh, the shadow are not particularly vulnerable to this. And when you pass through the portal, it very briefly changes color. 
Um, Millwood, uh, you can roll Arcana to see what just happened here. <laughs> 21. Oh, my goodness. Um, <clears throat> you hear him shouting, infinite power. <laughs> <laughs> Unlimited power. <laughs> yeah, as soon as the, the power and loft pass through, there's a brief moment where, like, even the genie kind of, like, flinches back. Like, ah, oh, don't hit me! And the portal changes color for a moment, and you immediately realize that they did not go to where you came from. They were able to use the portal to go somewhere else. And for that brief moment that that color changed, you recognize that it was the spell Create Demiplane. Oh, oh lovely. No. <laughs> and with that... You all have essentially created what in in the Forgotten Realms world, you have created Loth's realm beyond the demon web pits. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is where we're going to end it for the evening. Oh, I hate this episode. (laughs) (laughs) This is not what the Raven Queen sent me to do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so we you know we ran a, a little bit over but this is kind of like a uh not even close to mid-season kind of thing um it's definitely it was a blast it was it was tension it was drama um we got we got some family stuff resolved a little bit there resolved <laughs> you freed your dad. That's what you were for the whole time, right? Yeah, I don't even know if he's conscious or still him. All I did was grab his body. But I just Fair. discovered that my twin sister was eradicated and, you know, Loth was walking around in a freaking Quintel suit. You can't have <laughs> you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> my family's destroyed. What, what what's next? What's next? I find out Lizban raped my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, it, it turns uh, out your dad isn't your dad. <laughs> Surprise! <don't> know, <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! So uh, you know we'll do our traditional fashion here to tie up the the loose ends, if we will, and and get things back to normal. Um, when they go through, the fires do go out. You all can leave here peacefully to get back to Varesh through uh, Melwood's uh, portal. Um, but real quick, we're just, we're going to kind of go around the horn and, uh, we'll say, uh, Chris, where can we find more of you, sir? Probably at some psychiatrist's office right now, working <laughs> through some very bad issues. Uh, you can find me on Realm of the Mist Entertainment's YouTube channel, hosting Breaking the Fourth Wall alongside with Ray Rumsey, or, uh, hosting, uh, Realm of the Mist podcast or any of the other podcasts or right here on Sounds Dicey playing the extremely mind-fucked Ferranthic Donalus uh, for Chronicles of the Lost Realm or deciding to play the storyteller once in a while in a little game called Four Corners of Hell. And of course you can find me wherever quality podcasts can be heard. Hell yeah. Uh, Moving on, we got uh, Joe Cahill playing Melwood. Where can we find more of you, sir? You can find me over on Facebook under Joe Cahill, producer-director, Steamhouse Entertainment, and uh, Steamhouse Entertainment will also find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Come check out our films. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> and then we got Scott playing the uh, what? What I call him, Beak Face. Yeah, beak Face. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find more of you, sir? Uh, right here, being offended by being called Beak Face. <laughs> yeah, <Kong> Lost Realm. <laughs> <laughs> then I have done my job. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we've got Katie playing the um, lovely, if not predisturbed, uh, assassin extraordinaire, uh, Vahana. Where can we find more of you? You can find me right here being drunk and probably babysitting. <laughs> and, That's a great combination. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, wasn't that how? It's like a bad 80s slasher film. <laughs> it is. But I also play in Four Corners of Hell as Valhanna's doppelganger in that fun little land. <laughs> fun quotation marks. And uh, of course, we have our guest appearance, uh, Dave DeSanto, playing the power of Loth with his sultry voice. Uh, where can we find more of you, sir? On the plane of existence, Loth just created. <laughs> no. Um, uh, yeah, you, you can uh, uh, check out more of us on uh, uh, twitch.tv slash Shattered Tabletop Games or anything that says Shattered Tabletop Games at a dot com. Who knows? You'll, you'll find us everywhere. Uh, on Tuesday nights, we stream our show Shattered Dungeons at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can check that out on any podcasting platform as well. Perfect. And last but not least, myself, the Chronicler, Ray Rumsey. You can find me, of course, here creating ha- uh, chaos and havoc and messing with people's minds. Um, I can be found playing Shattered Dungeons uh, with the Shattered Dawn game with those guys on Tuesdays. Um, let's see, what else? <laughs> War of the Stars, uh, Four Corners, uh, what else we got? Breaking the Fourth Wall, <laughs> pretty much a little bit of everything. I'm on it all right here at Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Just type it into Google, you'll probably find us pretty quick and easy. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. I hope this didn't mess your minds up too much. I, I'm really just trying to mess with the players. Uh, thank you all for joining us, and we will see you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs>